Hi, I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And on this podcast, we try and figure out what this podcast is about. And what we're doing with our lives. And on this episode, we talk about guns. And Traeger barbecues. Yeah, barbecues. With a great friend of ours who we just happened to dial in on the spot. Hope you enjoy the episode. What's the countdown about? Cheers, lad. Just to remind you to reset the cameras. Good Cheers, to see you, lad. Mate. <laughs> Look at that. One, two, wait, three. Wait. <laughs> yeah. So episode ten. Jesus. We had a bit of a stumble this week. Right? <sighs> you call it a stumble. I call it a learning experience. It's what it's it's a good lesson in what happens when your systems break down. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I feel like so we got this routine where on Friday afternoon, in the evening, Friday at four o'clock, I edit the videos. I should probably work. I work all the time. So Friday evening. So our routine is we record this on a Wednesday. On a Friday evening, I do the first cut. Late at night. Late, late at late, night. So late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and upload it and to Frame.io. And that's you, you get a day and a half to comment on it. And then Sunday evening, I do the final cut. Ooh, it's like the amazing race. Day which and a half. happened for eight episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. And then this week... I just had a shit week, and I got the first edit done on Friday, so we yep. were we were up to speed on Friday. Yeah, but then so then weekend did nothing. Then you blew it. You completely blew it. And then had a crazy week. It calls till ten o'clock every night, Monday, Tuesday. Jesus. And then we didn't get the episode up. But anyway, it, it was a cacophony of things. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Routine went out of whack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have a guest. The nature of the episode was just us. It was rambling. Um and. For what it's worth, some world events were happening, yeah. and my head was somewhere else yeah. last week. Yeah, and so going into it, I don't know what it just felt a bit. I, I was listening to it, thinking, oh, I don't know what I'm saying right now. So I, I for the first time, became very conscious <laughs> and <laughs> was asking for unreasonable edits. No, I don't like think it's unreasonable. Green M and M's in the rider type I think, edits. I think had it had the system not broken down first. I don't think it would have been even. I think we would have pulled in other sections, and you know what I mean. You think so? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I think the. I think it, for me, it was a big like. You've got to just like how delicate that system is. Right, one day out. Yeah, just like not getting the the hour on a weekend. One hour on a weekend is what it takes for me to get it right. Yeah. Uh, and not putting that in, I couldn't snatch that back. It's just weird that I couldn't get that hour back, you know? Balance, delicate balance. It the is. ecosystem of it this is. podcast. No, I hope everyone appreciates that. When you're busy, when you're busy, that's all. I'm like, you know. Which you always are. No, I'm just saying. I'm as, not- as we've established. <laughs> you're such a dude. You're very busy. I'm not going to go. I've made the decision not to go into the EVs yet. What? Because there's no, I can't, there's no, we can't buy a Rivian for two years. And it just went up by 15 grand. Yeah, fine. Um, you know, but like, I basically want a Rivian or yeah. I don't want a Cybertruck unless yeah. they do a drastic remodel in terms of how it looks. Yeah. Um, so I basically want an F-150, Yeah. but I'm not going to get a Gen 1. So. <laughs> it's so specific. Yeah. But so just, particular. That's the way I am though. Particular. Who doesn't want a Rivian? I'm seeing more and more of them down yeah. there. Even Kara said they look really nice. Yeah. Because she's basing it strictly on the lights, nothing else. Yeah, the little roundy, the little like the oval. Yeah, 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 it looks like a cute little E.T. character. I'm not sure I love those lights, honestly. I think they'll date, but yeah. they look great now. Yeah. They'll yeah. look great now. But but I, I you know it's definitely the best. It's got that it's got that cool pass through cargo area thing, where you can put a barbecue, barbecue. in there. Yeah. 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 No, they've, they've got it nailed. Yeah. But it is a startup. I do worry about its longevity. Like like Musk has been po- poking holes in it. it. It's a thing. They've had a lot of funding and they've not shipped a lot of vehicles. Yeah. And you can't get one. I mean, if I could buy one now, that would be, I'd be, you know, 
but I'm not ready to buy an F-150. So I'm just going to keep my truck for another three years and, and, and do what I bought it for, which is can't go camping in it and go off-roading in it and leave it out the front should i be worried about my car being out the front is it going to get marked tagged keyed you might get a a few bullet holes in it um speaking of bullet holes yeah yeah what was the scene yeah the video that you yeah the video was chilling for me seeing that your security cam and your wife and kids and hear it and the response yeah um this is my office here. We're at a bench here. Over there is where I work. And I was on a work call and onto one of my colleagues. And there was seven uh, in close proximity right behind my house here is a park. Um, my wife and two kids were playing in the garden here uh, right outside my office. And there was clearly seven shots fired. And sometimes I've been to a, a gun range and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I know what guns sound like. But sometimes fireworks go off and you think, was that a gun? Yeah. Like, you know, was that a, was that a gunshot or was that a firework? Like, having heard that in a urban scenario, fireworks don't sound like gunshots. I immediately knew it was gunfire. I knew the kids were in the garden, so I hung up and I said, "Someone's firing a gun." And I I opened the door and I went out, and Kelly was out there with the out there with the two kids, and she said, "I just heard. Did you hear that?" And I was like, "That's gunshot." And she said, I heard a car wheel pull away, like cars spinning away. Is that right? She did. You can hear it on the video too. Um, And I said, get the kids inside. And I walked over to the fence and I looked over and I couldn't see anything down the alley. Like there's kind of a a, a narrow alleyway where I can see out to that street. Right. Um, And I couldn't see anything. But when I got there and, and I jumped up on the fence because I was thinking... Someone could be running towards our house now and like, I definitely need to get the kids inside. Uh, but there was nothing like that. But then I could hear the guy roaring, roaring. Screaming. The guy, roaring. Is yeah, that right? Absolutely roaring. And I was like, oh shit, someone shot. So I came in here. I grabbed my medic gloves from the wall there. I've got this little box of gloves for working on my motorcycle. Um, and I, <laughs> such a, speaking of EVs. Uh, my little electric scooter, my little uh, nine bot Segway nine bot, was sitting out there because from school run, uh, and I jumped on that and I whipped. So so while it happened just here, my house, it, it's like I had to go two sides of a block to get to the guy because oh. I had to go out the front around the site because it happened out back here. So in my mind, yeah, the video, the footage, so you got security camera footage of this yeah. stuff, which is like chilling for me. Was it was like reverberating in my mind for three <laughs> days after. Yeah, what happened next was that you. Looked in the fence, yeah. took another look, and then leaped over in some sort of heroic style fashion. Yeah. And went, no, you came back. You just said, I, I came, and then you you powered up in your. In my memory, scooter. I was as quick as I I came back quickly, grabbed right, those, right. went to my scooter down. Cute. So yeah, scooter, little scooter. Yeah, uh, and I came down uh, around the corner, and I was not. I was second there. There was a woman who was kind of. There was a group of. Uh, teenagers around him there was a teenage guy shot and there's a group of teenagers around him kind of shouting and crying and screaming but not he was on the ground not with him like just kind of around him hysterics around yeah Yeah, okay and there was one woman who was dealing with him um i don't know how graphic for a podcast you want to be but he'd been shot in a couple of places and uh and she was dealing with one wound and i didn't think that that wound was the most significant one had you ever seen anyone shot before no no, no. I mean, of course you haven't. Only in movies. Um, like, w- what did it feel or look like to you? 
uh, it looks surreal. So what I have done is I've been on, I've been first on the scene on a couple of significant car accidents before where people were seriously hurt. Um, and I was also on the construction side I worked on. I was on the ear, the emergency response team. Right. Um, so I'd seen some people, I'd seen someone crimp their fingers off between some steel and <laughs> so I'd seen some accidents before. Um, you know, so I guess I just kind of, um, that stuff doesn't really shock me. I know that. Okay. I mean, it does sound like I'm trying yeah. to, but it doesn't because it's not my family. Like I told you before, yeah, yeah. if one of my kids falls over and cuts their knee Faint. or if they bump their head, I'm, 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 I panic. My wife has to deal with it. I'm like, <laughs> are their eyes dilated? You know, don't let them go to sleep for a week. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But when it's something like that, where I can just kind of separate from myself from it, yeah. I, I, I do. And yep. so it was very, like I went over there. I could see he was bleeding heavily from his thigh. This woman was tending to his hand. He lost a couple of fingers and been shot through the hand. And there was a lot of blood on his hand and he was freaking out about his hand. But I looked at his leg and his leg was actually where most of the blood was coming out. Just a cheeky artery down there. Yeah. 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 So I had my gloves on already. So I just ran over and put pressure on his thigh and he started roaring in agony. Um, And I was just talking to him. I was like, I'm sorry, dude, I got to do this. Um, You know, and I was just pushing on it, pushing on it. Um, and then the police, to be fair, came one minute later Wow! and they wanted me to keep applying pressure. So that's when it got, honestly, the worst bit of it was when I was pushing the wound through his jeans, I could see the hole in his jeans and I could see his flesh through the jeans, but I was kind of still removed from it. If you know what I mean? I was still pressing on someone's jeans. Right. Right, 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 right. You were abstracted one layer away. Yeah. Yeah. But then when the police came, they wanted to put, um a splint on it and they wanted to get his jeans off and they didn't have the scissors. So they, they whipped his jeans down, but they wanted me to keep the pressure on. No. So I kept the pressure on and it was like a, you keep the pressure on. It was only two cops at first. Um, one cop was keeping everyone back and this guy was helping me get the splint on, but he's like, I want you to lift up and push back down again immediately. So lift, whip yeah, down. Yeah. And he lifted, he whipped and then I pressed down and then I was pressing on, pressing on someone's fleshy wound and then it was real and With it was like your hand and glove gloves gloves oh come on yeah that's intense yeah and that was when it was like i don't know if you've seen those like not saving private ryan but there's definitely movies like war movies where someone's been shot in the upper leg that i like i definitely had like moments of being like gee i was like is this real life you know right. like is this really happening outside my house that that you know right did so, I just roll an electric scooter around yeah. the corner to get to right. the crime scene? Right. That's the real hero of the story, just so we're on the same page. What? The segue. The, 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 if without the EV, I wouldn't have been there in time. That- because I was there on, I was like, it was me and the two cops, and then they got everyone out and they put up the barriers. Right. And then forensics came and started putting the little little triangle cones next to the casings. You know, to try and find them all. Wow. Um, and find all the bullets in the wall or in the in the ground. Proper CSI and find action. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still there and I'm holding this wound. And then... How long were you holding them? <laughs> so that's one minute to till the first two cops come. Okay. And it being America, 48 more cops come in the next two minutes after that. <laughs> Genuinely. Like six cop cars. There's cops everywhere. They put up the barrier tape and a massive group of people forms. I'm guessing 50 people. Wow. Everyone, everyone comes out of their house. Everyone comes down from the park. Just sees the tape, goes. Sees the tape. Here's the this guy yeah. in trouble. And I'm in the middle of it. Like, it's two it's two cops. It's all these cops around the periphery getting witness statements from anyone at the tape. Um, and I'm in there 
doing medical care on this guy, right? <laughs> They're like, are you the paramedic? Right, me and this other woman who was holding his hand in a in a hoodie. She kind of wrapped it up in a hoodie so he couldn't see it. <clears throat> and And then it was kind of weird. Then the medics came. And they like cut all his clothes off and, you know, kind of, they were on it. They got him, they got him from being on the floor with a kind of a, you know, um, a tourniquet. The cop put a tourniquet on him. They, they got like, they got all that sorted, did that properly, got his clothes off, got him on a stretcher, got him in the ambulance. And then he was gone. Like it was that. It was like, first cop comes one minute, ambulance is here two minutes after that. He's in the ambulance at five minutes and it's gone. He's gone. So five minutes later and I'm left there, blood all over my hands, giving a statement to a cop um, about what happened and what I heard and, you know, what I did to him, what I did to help. And and then I, then I came home and the call, the work call I'd been on, I had to pause it. And I was like, look, I got to go. And I called back into that call after like 19 minutes um, and finished the work call. Oh, and we just continue the work call and then like, just finish my day. So, like, look, yeah. look, heroics aside, there are so many parts of this where, first of all, I was in shock for many days after this. Yeah. I think maybe more than you or maybe you were still running adrenaline and you didn't realize whatever it was, but yeah. you seemed to handle it incredibly calmly and the family was I don't super think it cool. hit me at all. I don't think it – I don't think I was – the only thing, the residual thing that I still have is I wish there wasn't so much of a gun problem here in the US. I wish teenagers – didn't have access to guns. Right. So the whole discussion for me becomes, okay, incident aside, blood, yeah. guts, heroics, yeah. craziness, kid, let's talk about guns Yeah, around the corner from your house. Yeah, that's scary. And, it, and I should just give context. It happened right next to a kinder. To, it happened at 1230 in the daytime, right next to a infant playground. And when I got down there, when I got down to the corner, there was kids on the ground still with their au pairs and their parents and stuff saying, you know, what is that? Just shot directly out across the street from it. My own, my big fear was my kids were in the garden, a stray bullet. Right. Why do kids have guns here like that? It's just nuts. You know, it's one of those things. It's like a shark attack. Right. It's visceral. You can picture it. I don't know if you can picture what I would say is I can certainly picture what it's like to to witness someone like to to deal with someone with a gunshot now, which I'd never really pictured before. But it's similar to a shark attack or a terrorist attack. You know, like in the UK when we were in London, getting the underground. Yeah. You know, there's all you have those little moments on the underground where you're like, I'm in a tiny can in really far underground in a tiny tunnel. Something bad could happen here. So many of those moments. And I you feel kind of so feel claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, you feel it, you're like shit. But the reality is there's millions of people take that underground every day and it it doesn't happen. And when it does happen, it's tragic, but only very few people experience that. We all experience it from a, oh my God, I took that underground just last week. But since then, 200 million people have taken it. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like car accidents or the difference between them and plane crashes, the... the, um, the drama of it makes it so much worse. Right. The number of people that die in planes right. versus cars is minuscule in a year. But unlike shark attacks, yeah. you see it, you hear it. Yeah. There's a place that yeah. you walk past yeah. that it happened yeah. and it would always have happened. Yeah. There is this kind of concentric rings of impact, right? You, the yeah. people around you, the yeah. three blocks either side. And then there's this the drama of it. It's just That'll never sink in for me that- 
guns are yeah. a thing you have to do. People have guns in their cars here. Not everybody, right? It's a percentage, but like they are there more than before. I still think you're in shock. I think you're going to wake up one day next month and go, am I in 19, 2019? No, is- I don't know. It, it really doesn't. I don't know what it is. I could totally separate myself from that, you know? Yeah. I mean, kind of. I feel like I would be still, I don't know, having nightmares or having flashes. I, I'm not willing if I, I'm really, really happy that you're separating. I really don't I, even think about it. I really, really don't. I really don't. It's not like at the front of my mind. This podcast this evening, like last week you were like podcast material, right? Like you made yeah, a joke. Yeah. But like I had this evening I was like, what are we going to talk about? Didn't think about that. Like until we were here, and then and it's like, oh yeah, but oh, it's think, not something I think you've suppressed the trauma. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's not. I don't want to put my finger on it, but I just think you should lie down. And let's have a session. That's I think with me, I have so much anxiety about anything bad happening to the kids already. That you're like, like, they're safe, good to go. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Yeah, mate. I was traveling around a freeway in LA, coming back yeah. to Palm Springs four years ago, and saw a, an idiot motorcyclist. There were three of them. Um, fanging it like at 80 miles an hour at 7.30 in the morning with empty streets. They were doing these ones. And I'm like, this guy's going a bit too, boop. And then I see him flipping at whatever. We're driving past. I've covered Kara's eyes. I, that image. Yeah. And I never saw what happened after. Oh, you didn't stop? I did not. I, we can't. We were flying. There were cars. Like the whole thing. It was It was like a free. It was a freeway, right? 80 miles. Right. Uh, that image. Oh, now, well, now I feel bad. Uh, I wouldn't be able to not stop. That's all. I, I, yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't even think to stop. To be honest, it was just yeah. so. Yeah. That image keeps coming back. Yeah. Like it keeps playing yeah. in my mind, like rent free. Yeah. This thing that's just constant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I am still. Yeah, I'm still in shock for you. And and the discussion of are we in a gun crime neighborhood. The fact you think, what is it, 1980? What's it, gun crimes? <laughs> it's mental. Absolutely yeah, mental. Yeah, I don't know. The, I, I don't know what to do about it. I, I mean, it's my biggest fear here. I worry, I, I'm i kind of heartbroken that our kids are going to have to go through active shooter drills. Uh, drills. Yeah. Like they've Normalize already, it. They've already done their earthquake drills and stuff, right. which, I, which I get that they have to go into their desks and hold their chairs. Fine. But like, uh, hold the legs of their tables, I mean. But like, that's heartbreaking that they have to learn. She's five and a half now that they have to learn active shooter drills. It's heartbreaking that it's a possibility even. It's heartbreaking that, like, it's just so broken. I mean, it is It is the main argument, not argument, it's the main reason I keep giving to Kelly that we shouldn't live here. I'm like, are you sure you want our kids to grow up here? Are you sure? Here being? America. Hmm. It is definitely... You know, sometimes I think of different kind of Western cultures yeah. being um, parallel dimensions. It's like same, same, but slightly different. And coming from Oz or kind yeah. of English derivative, you kind of yeah. England, London, you, Australia, London, you kind of get similarities and you come to the US and you go, yep, same, same. Oh, hang on. Yeah. What's going on? Wait what? a minute. Why are there Magnum cars on here? What's yeah. going on with these rules? What What are you talking about? Where, where are the Zed's gone? Why? What's <laughs> What's double fisting? There's just something like same, yeah. same, but there's a parallel yeah. dimension element to it. And you're like healthcare is obviously one. Yeah. You're like, how did we end up here where the, yeah. where the company is paying for your health? Yeah. Like, I get it, but that's just a weird of all the paths that you ended up here. And then the guns are just yeah. of all the paths. And like, you can give me all sorts of pilgrim amendment yeah. rights, civil. No, war, I get like, it. I get, why stuff, it I get it why it was written in originally. I'm not so worried about the French or the British right now. Right. 
You know what I mean? Right. Do we all need to have guns right now in case in case the British come back? I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I think we're okay. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Depends who you I ask. No, there's there's a there is a and this you know depends on how comfortable you are talking about American psyche and stuff. But like, there is something unique here about entitlement or it's my right. And I'm not saying everybody has it. And I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's left or right or I mean because there but but there are there's something culturally here that's really important about people can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Which seems to be much more important than it is in Europe where people just do what they're told. People vote on stuff and then the majority decides and then that kind of becomes the norm, but it doesn't happen here. You know? It's selective, though, isn't it? It's like the freedom of speech chat we had last time. There are a number of these rights, so-called rights. And right. It's selective depending on what it is you are, what yeah. side you're on of yeah. the argument. Yeah. This, I'm not sure. There's clearly a good swaths of the population who do not believe it's a right to carry a semi-automatic. Yeah. I mean. I yeah, do. no, no. I mean, of course yeah. there isn't. But then, I, you know, then you think, like I have had conversations with Kelly. I was like, in the past, trying to navigate this. Mm. I'm like. Should we should we have a firearm locked in a safe or buried in the garden? Right. Let's, know? let's lean into it. Let's take a logical And then it's the then it's the escalation of commitment, right? right? Then it's like the and then but it always comes down to if you had a firearm, would you you use it? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. So like, so it's like so then you are at the mercy of Just pointing it as I a deterrent. Know. I yeah. don't know. So the point is, yeah, I, I it's just broken. And I get people, and I get rural areas. Like, so, I, I mean, I, I think there are situations where where it makes sense to have one. Like, as in, if you're living in Alaska sure. and your you're bears are coming down bears on you are everywhere, whatever, sure. or, you know, having a shotgun or a, sure. a sidearm or something like that just makes sense. And I, I actually, you know, I know people here who choose to carry firearms. And you like, play computer games with people who carry Yeah, and that's yeah. different, isn't it? Because I do like Call of Duty. That's I can separate that. You know what I mean? It is different. It's a it's virtual different. gun. No, that's no, it. no. I'm yeah. not. And I'm not anti-guns, which is the thing. I'm not anti-guns. What do you mean you're not anti-guns? I'm not anti-firearms existence. I think that they have a place. Like ever? Should they have ever been invented? Yeah, and I think yeah, okay. you know, and I think, and, and I could, I could see people going to a shooting range as like a sport. I get okay. that. Okay, like archery. Like, but as long as you're not going out trying to potentially skewer someone with a fucking arrow you know you draw the line with oh archery is a sport look i'm good at archery i can hit the target but i bring it with me in case i have to skewer someone at the supermarket you know what i mean that's not that's not right it's also um it reminds me of the you know when the laws the amendments were drawn we we had muskets Mm -hmm. the musket that you know the the footage where you see gunpowder and then it's a rod in and it's (laughs) it would take longer than it took you on the segue to get around the corner (laughs) to reload to shoot one more time do you know what i mean so i i I feel like technology and context are more important than what was written in biblical times let's talk about technology how are there not guns with like fingerprint readers how I mean, there is. I know that the technology. Someone patented it. There was a kid a few years ago who had a the gun wouldn't fire unless you put your finger on the fingerprint reader, right. like just in the way that you hold it, because you know the way gun safety you're supposed to have your finger up first before you put it on the trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a fingerprint reader that would unlock the gun and then you fire it. But it's like the vital seconds in the quick draw. You know, everyone's picturing this quick draw where it's that like you gotta fire off a round and point something. You know, it's like. 
yeah, but all these kids who are finding their dad's guns and they're not with us anymore and all these accidental things that happen and all that, you know, how many of those would be avoided with that? We should know the stats off by heart, but when you draw the conc- when you draw the comparison to sharks, it just doesn't compare. The number of shark attacks. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Or vending machines that kill you in a year. It, it does not compare to gunfire. I think it's something that's not going to be solved. I don't think it's solvable. Like, I, I don't. I, not in our lifetime here. I really don't. Do you think? No, I don't think with huh. with the NRA, the power the NRA has, and and just how how when I see mask mandates, how how polarizing yeah. that is, and that's just putting a piece of cloth on your face. Yeah, people feel much more strongly about their weapons, you know. And I think um, I just don't think it's. I don't think it's like yeah. Why are the police so heavily armed? Why is the first thing they do is pull a, a gun in every scenario? Why the police are terrified. It's just this weird, it's just escalation of commitment. And and it's just like, police are terrified because there's guns everywhere. Yeah. And so the first thing they do is pull a gun in every situation because there's guns everywhere. Guns beget guns. Get rid of all the guns. Take all the guns off the police. We all, we know what it's like to live in the UK where there, most officers are not armed. Yeah. How that de-escalation of situations, you're required to de-escalate a situation because it's a fist fight, if not. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? So like, um, just anyway. Yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that you, 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 well, I should expect it and more so given what you just went through, but it, it is. Definitely- no, it's always been my main fear huh. in America. My going back forever with Kelly huh. is like the kids now. Are they when are they, when are they going to learn? When are they doing that training? Are they okay? They're going to do that training when they're next year. Okay, people are actually going into schools and doing that. I'm going to have to have a chat with Rosie at some stage and tell her what to do and you know that oh. stuff. You know, it's like what <laughs> I'm in complete denial about that. I'm yeah. I'm in a complete bubble and complete denial. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't hear it. I don't experience it. This is the closest I've had. But to it would anything. happen at, at school. At one point in time, we were going to do predictions. Yeah, uh, and here's mine. I think it will be solved in our lifetime. Yeah, that's enough. That's optimistic. I like that. I think so. It, mainly because it's going to get to the point of ludicrousness. And I know you'll say there's been a Sandy Hook. There's been things that beyond ludicrous. And if they don't compel the country to act, um, I don't think it's necessarily about degrees. It's just something will capture it. I don't think so. I, I hear you. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I feel. Well, it just popped. Yeah, um, I feel like that's the way this beta experiment works. Is that it's something non-linear, it's non-predictable, not quite black swan, but something that comes out of the blue, and you don't necessarily associate it, and it has a snowball effect, right? Um, and then the bandwagon, and then the movement, and then, and part of maybe generational. You need half or not half. Who's the the current NRA? Yeah, uh, you yeah, know, there's yeah, some yeah. movements that way. Oh. Yeah, I think everything's solvable. Yeah. And it does feel like a within our lifetime type of thing, given yeah. the sorts of things that have already happened overnight in our lifetime. Right? Would be good. I mean, there are cultures who can't, who do have armed citizens who don't have these problems, like uh, the Swiss. Like mm. the Swiss have a, mm. if all, all, everybody mm. in Switzerland has a rifle under their bed, you know. But it's not a gun culture. Their their guns are there because they're all in the reserve. They're all trained in using them, and. They're required to have them by law, but yeah. but there just isn't the same. I mean, it had there are one or two instances, obviously, but they're much, you know. I mean, they're like a thousand x, but the, you know, they're just 
the mass shootings here are daily. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> we were getting the uh, WhatsApps from Kushal again today. We haven't, so Kushal, our editor, we have not heard from since the first week in January. <laughs> since Suddenly, we, we threw over 12 tracks of unedited, <laughs> unsynced gobbledygook and said, hey, how about some editing? Can you make this into a podcast for us? Um, yeah, he appeared again. He's he's doing his CS uh, degree in Tor- in yeah Toronto at the moment, but he just pinged us and said that he liked one of our episodes, so that's nice. I I think it, it's not the last we hear of Kushal. I think Kushal is going to be a recurring character in, in a future the season. Long game. Yeah, he's playing the long game. I've I've definitely continued to get really lovely feedback. Yeah, where I find that people are actually listening to it regularly. Yeah, listening to it while they're doing other things, and they're yeah. sending it to friends who listen to podcasts and go, yeah. "What do you think of this?" and some positive feedback. Yeah. I'm shocked is maybe my main response. Like, why are you actually still listening? But it's really sweet. Uh, it is sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. I, I honestly think there's a parasocial element to it, which is yeah. my hypothesis up front. And I think that's still there. Yeah. Which is it's about, you know, the sense that you know yeah. it's about the people. You send, it's, it's kind of you're part of our conversation. I wonder how successful it is beyond people who've never met us, though. Like, I, I still think that it's mostly people... Yeah. We have a solid core. 80% of people have met us. Yeah. 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 I think it's probably true. So, like, that- but, that, but that, that, that's a discovery issue, I reckon. It's just, it's just, you have to pump more into the ads. Yeah. I don't want to do any more than we're doing. I- yeah. Okay. Well, let's get more people that we uh, we know. Yeah. Just, you know, to chat. Yeah. We still need to get the Russ, the Daves. We do. We've just got so many. We've just got to so ring him. Just ring him. Yeah. Don't we just ring Dave? We just need to line it up. And what time is it? Yeah, it's yeah, in the morning sometime. Call him on WhatsApp. It's five. It's quarter past five. He's finished work. He just finished his work day. We call him? Yeah. He's going to want to talk about your smoker. Guaranteed it comes up in the first two minutes. What you, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What bets, else? What else? Bets, what else? Let's do it. Let's do it. Bets. Uh, Dave. Oh, how, how you go, mates? And then I'm going to say in the first 30 seconds, talks about a barbecue. You your smoker specifically. What meats are you cooking? How's that smoker going? What wood pellets are you using? We're that are we going to tell him he's on the podcast first? Yeah. Because I think he'll talk about the podcast. Guys, the podcast amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll, I think it'll be yeah. a bit of that first. Yeah. Love it. Let's do it. He's not going to answer. I mean, he, he should be finished work. He shouldn't be looking. He's not looking after the kids anyway. What is going on, guys? Dave! Hey, mate! <laughs> How did you know it was guys? How did you know it was both of us? Because um, I heard Rami soothing voices, I answered. Uh, soothing. <laughs> Mate, you are on the Marcus and Rami show, figuring Welcome. things out. Welcome oh to the party. God. This is huge. This oh. is your life. <laughs> <laughs> you are joking. What an honor. Yeah. We wanted, we wanted to get someone on. What do you want to talk about, Dave? Me? Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, Wait what's the... I mean, smoking meat is like... <laughs> and the time, time is 42 seconds. <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> That's amazing. I called it, Dave. I called it that you were going to want to talk. And I specifically said, smoking meat and what pellets you, you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said within 30 seconds, but you did it in 42 seconds. That's we're good. That's amazing. We're, we're fine, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> good to see you. Said love to the family. Well, That's amazing, Marcus. <laughs> I mean, look. To, to be fair, there was yeah. a bit of like a, you know, bit of chatter at the beginning. 
Yeah. So I think if you, we, it depends when you start timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we covered off all the niceties. Also, to be fair, we have been priming the spoke meat because I did yeah. get this little Traeger last week. And, yeah. we, you know, we've been talking about yeah, it. It yeah, has no, become it sentient. Easy guess, but you still didn't guess it. I did. Your guess was how great the podcast is. His, <laughs> yeah. his guess, Steve, was you were going to compliment the podcast. I expected you to be a little more sycophantic out of the game. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, he did say it was an honor, which I think is- How are you doing, lad? Oh, I'm going well. Look, I'm just in my little cabana out the back. Yeah. The house and uh, it's a perfect storm going on around uh, around Australia, if not the world. So, um, what's going, good times. What's, going, what's the impact in Australia? What's going on in Australia? It's an actual storm. But literally, have you seen Kevin Costner's Waterworld? <laughs> That's literally what's what's going on. Over but like here. cheaper. You're, it's like yeah, I love like it. Like we're ready. <laughs> Waterworld. <laughs> oh, it literally hasn't stopped raining in three weeks. Oh and if you go, mate, we, we had like nine, I want to say 90 millimeters, like yesterday. Oh, we don't know what that is, mate. We're, we're, in, the, we're in the US. It's it's in gallons. Or what do we even it's think? A of? It's like a mile. <laughs> Something like that. It's a, it's a mile. It's, a lot. it's like 20 pounds. Ten, of- <laughs> ten to, it's like three, I think it's like three inches, something like that. <laughs> That's holy <laughs> shit. I mean, the That's a lot. the scenes are insane. Mm-hmm. They are. I don't know. Have you seen anything? anything? No, I had no oh, idea. It's yeah. full blown flooding, and it started up north, and now it's it's closer, right? It's down. It's getting towards Sydney, right? Mate, it's here. It's, it's here. It. They call it the rain bomb. It's here. The rain bomb. You can't be doing the Luckily, US vertex snow vortex river. What's it called? The the river. The river. Oh yeah. The what do they Atmospheric call it? Atmospheric river. Yeah, that's right. Come on. There's no yeah. need to brand these things. We get it. It's a storm. It's nasty. <laughs> Bot- rain no, bomb. rain bomb. That's what we're calling it. It's a rain bomb. We, we talked about this, Dave. Australians love to give things shit names. So like, I feel like, <laughs> like like Maccas. We talked about Maccas. This is the rain bomb. Instead of just being like it's a big storm. It's a yeah. shit rain. They would call it like rain, rain-o. rain Yeah, rain yeah, rain Different story. bomb Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, it's not our friend. We only had O, only had o to <laughs> things that are our friend. Only if they've, you've gone to their bachelor, bachelor party. But, uh, Ralph, going back to smoking meat, can I ask questions? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I would love you to ask questions. Rami, like, you've got a Traeger now. Yeah. They're, like, have what's on the menu? Apart from burgers. I can't believe you did burgers for your very first one. Mate, technically the it was corn. Traeger-y thing that you could do. Technically it was corn was the first thing, and uh, your phrase about corn kept on playing in my mind. Uh, especially the next yep. day, which you only you don't eat corn, you only borrow it. Uh, and two, um, <laughs> I, we, we've got to work through it, right? So pull pork's got to come next, I think. Uh, ribs has got to happen yeah, and brisket. I'm going to work my way up to brisket because if I can crack a brisket, like a proper Austin, fatty, delicious, smoked up, proper peppery brisket, sold. That's a full-time job though, the brisket. you gotta, <laughs> you got to tend to that like a child, oh, you know? Man, look, it's an app. Mate, you not, get a babysitter. Not, a, not in this app, no, app-driven, app-driven really. barbecue. No, mate, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We're, this isn't an offset smoker. This is a Traeger. It's yeah. a set and forget. Yeah. It's like, put it on there, go about the rest of your day. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lad slow cooker is what but, it is. I, I did struggle with like gas. You might as well cook it in your oven, whereas at least with this, there is a flavor difference. There is a genuine flavor thing. I'm into it. I'm into it. The app thing does I mean, it you're for using me. the Traeger pellets, so Premium. yeah, you, you might get a kiss of smoke, but I think you need to. I think you need to change. change tell, tell us about the pellets, Steve. How does he up his game? Go like, deep. Yeah, go deep on the pellets. Okay, so pellets. Um, yep, I started with Traeger pellets too. I thought I was crushing it. I was trying every different type of wood. Going, oh, I could 
taste the apple, you know, the subtlety of apple versus whiskey or something. Not true. Turns out you can't. It's yeah. Literally all, you can't tell the difference. But oh, okay. Go through that, yeah. burn through all the pellets, and then you'll, you'll eventually be like, no, I just need the signature blend that blends cherry with, uh, I don't know, mesquite or yeah. something and yeah. a bit of oak. Yeah. I feel like a passenger on that WhatsApp group. There's a lot of Traeger chat going on. I, I know an awful lot about them now, given that I like, given I don't even own one. You know, you got to so, soon though. Judging yeah. by, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll be forty-one. You know, soon as well. So that seems to be. You got the one wheel at forty. I got the one wheel at forty. You got the Traeger. I'm sure that's what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Can do the Traegers just do regular barbecue function as well though? Like, if I want to do a quick. Yeah, chicken breast. I can just stick it on and just do grill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it just it's about temperature, yeah. right? It's it, like smoking. Yeah. Is a, it's is a, a gas a, barbecue, though, as well as just it's just gas as well as no. no it's a pellet, no. fan powered no. pellet, right? So, but so can it get up to temperature in like ten minutes and yes. cook a chicken breast and then I turn it off again? 100%. Okay, great. And great. Like precision via the app. Okay. Yeah. Because Dave, you were talking yeah. about having well, dinner at ten thirty at night with, with Izzy, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "That's that's not going to be a winner." You that know, me up. <laughs> like it's done. It's done when it's done. And I'll be honest, my first foray was an overrun. Let's be clear, it was an overrun. Yeah. What what, what, what is that, Lamy? Is it is it the is it the eight hour brisket? Mate, you could never do a brisket in eight hours. You're talking about sixteen. Well, uh, but you're such a noob, Rami. You don't um, even know how long it takes to do a brisket. I'm never going to commit myself Mate. to a sixteen hour. I can't commit to a sixteen hour phone plan, let alone <laughs> fucking brisket. Are you kidding Mate. me? What's the best thing yeah. you cooked on it? What's the be- what is the signature thing that I should do to prove to everyone, including Marcus, that he brisket. should get one? Beef cheeks. Beef cheeks. Ooh, did not see that. Beef coming. cheeks. Yeah, he was on about that. Yeah. They had a few beef cheeks. You know, the story was didn't know what they were going to do. Izzy pulled some beef cheeks out of the back of the freezer. He stuck them in the Traeger, and it was the best thing they've ever eaten. Right? Isn't that right, Dave? I listen. I, I read your 100%. WhatsApps. Yeah, hundred, <laughs> mate. You. You are like, I don't know, mate. You are honest. I suck it all. I I, it, I mean, it's just a product I don't own yet, so I want to know everything about it <laughs> until I own it. Mate, I just. I just thought you were just cruising on through the WhatsApp, you know. No. <laughs> He's a lurker. He's no, a lurker. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do they call you? Like long long time looker, you know, first time poster or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just I was letting you guys have your moment with the Traeger. It was the, you know, it was, it was it was a connection happening from far away, you know. Two Aussie lads talking a different language. Still, when I fired it up and it yeah. took twenty minutes to upgrade the yeah. software yeah. before I could do anything, I yeah. was Come on, it's for 20 minutes, maybe five oh, minutes. Yeah. This is not right. Oh. But worth it though, right, in the end? The app. The Do you app. have the probes and stuff for the temperatures and all yeah, that stuff? You get all this stuff. It's all based on And there's public. loads of accessories you can get. This is like your next, right? No, not really. I'm not much of an accessorizer, we- but the app is wicked. The idea yeah. that I'm changing the temp, I'm looking at it, it's precision. From your living room? From, at, at, from the shop. Oh. I've got the meat and nice. I've fired up the thing. To, nice. Like that's where we're at. Okay, that is cool. Come. Kelly gives me so much grief because yeah. when I'm doing a barbecue, I pull out a chair and a beer and I sit and watch it. <laughs> and I and I and I do like and I check it and I'm like looking at it and I but like barbecuing for me is about being with the barbecue. Right. And I'm not doing any childcare and I'm not helping that. at all. But like so I think this could be something if Kelly knew that, that Kelly, might definitely seal it as the forty first person. Kelly present. doesn't have to know about the app. I mean it is a bit like fishing, that's the idea. And for yeah. what it's worth, I still go out there and just watch the number tick yeah. up just because yeah, you oh, want it's nice and it smells nice yeah. and you're just yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I want to keep an eye on it. Soaking up the smoke yeah. in my clothes. Yeah, nice. Neighbors like pop a, over, Lammy. Neighbors pop in and go, "Ooh, new barbecue smells lovely." Yeah. Mm. 
Hundred percent. Wow. No one has ever ever complained about the mild, delicious smoke that is walking <laughs> through the, the neighborhood. Now, the Dave Lambert hasn't been published on the internet. I'm pretty sure the Dave Lambert way to cracking the Traeger low and slow is start every piece of meat out at about 180 Fahrenheit for a couple of hours. Ah, this is the smoke it for as long as possible at 180 to get the flavor in. Exactly. Yeah, 180 yeah. to up to 225, yeah. that's when you're going to get smoke yeah. into it. Yeah. And that- you can do that all the way up until it's about 160 Fahrenheit internal yeah. temperature. This is basically the difference between it and a regular barbecue, as I've learned now, is just give it a bunch of smoking at lower temp. And, and that sounds amazing, exactly. and I'm, I'm all in for eating that meat. But who has the time <laughs> yeah. for that? App, mate. Just on the app. I just know, but you have to set it up during the day. It means at lunchtime mm. at work, mm. you're working, you're like, just going to go out now and prep the meat, stick it in the barbecue. Who's that organized? What do you mean? You're supposed to be panicking at 20 past five because the kids are hungry <laughs> and you're trying to do a bit of chicken, right? <laughs> well, that's the right way to do it. But uh, first of all, uh, it's about three steps chicken out the door. Chicken you can do in like two hours. Three steps out <laughs> the door. Two hours. hours. Come like, on, Dave. Did you guys, do you have the but, same yeah. one? Do both of you have the same model? 575. Five. Five seven five, baby. Yeah, mate. What's the what's the slightly better? Yeah, what's the yeah, slightly yeah. better one? You were going to ask that. What, how, gonna, do the, how do the digits go up, Dave? I Tell me the slightly bigger one. The bigger one. Uh, it's like a set. I don't know. It's got to do with the cooking service surface or something. It's got like a seven in front of it. It's like yeah. seven hundred square something. That's the one I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the plus oh, side, mate. it's going to chew up your pellets, and you're going to be just yeah, chew up your pellets, mate. What are you doing? I'm going to be getting the pellets you want. I'm going to take a note of it, and I'm going to be fucking wasting them. I'm going to be throwing them into that thing. I won't even be. I won't even be smoking anything. I'll just be making the smoke. I'll take some photos for you. Just chuck on a bonfire. Just like let it. Just just set a whole bag on just fire. Burning them in my driveway. Fuming getting the neighbor. Oh man. <laughs> Excellent. By the way, I'm probably never ever going to do a brisket ever again done it once what? And what? why i'm 16 I'm hours anti brisket it's 16 hours don't tell me that why would you not do brisket you should give it a go you should give it a go see what you know <laughs> how it impacts your life uh-huh so i went out i read all the forums i did all that That's people were like you're not ready for the brisket and i'm like what does this even mean um i went out there and i bought like a seriously good brisket like spent hundreds of dollars on it what? On a piece of meat? Oh, um, yeah, they're huge. You know what a brisket is, right? I mean, I think it's I a, do. It's a chunk of meat that size, uh-huh. and they're, they're huge. a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, for a, for a good one, trimmed off the fat, like how YouTube told me to do it, seasoned it, did all that stuff, spent like 16 hours on this thing or however long it took. So I, I got up at like maybe 4 a.m., oh put it on. God. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> First of all, you yeah, would yeah, love yeah. doing that. But like, <laughs> of course, 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to sell this fucking I mean, thing. One, as as I get <laughs> so, the time it takes is like one of the drawbacks. The second thing is if it's, you, you want to get a big one because if you get a small one, like there's just more failure points. It can dry out more, all that type of stuff. So you want a huge one, and then you've got to be like, how is anyone going to eat this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just so much brisket. party of people. Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Okay. It's, you have to go large. It's so many. And then you have to eat it. Yeah. So what, I'm, I'm never, never doing a 60. 60 yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, I need a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. no. What, what I'm saying is never do a brisket. Or maybe do one just to be like, I've done it. And then you move on to the glorious two things of 
beef cheeks and beef ribs that give you that beefy awesomeness that a brisket does, mm. but you literally can't ruin it. It's like impossible to ruin those two cuts of meat, and they are so good. I'm after full done. Oh man, you're some man, Dave. Dave, we were only going to call you for five minutes because we're already two hours or something into this podcast. So we need to wrap it up so I can go to bed. But it was good hearing. Oh, wait, your- I got to tell the story. No, I'm joking. Uh, we- yeah. It was good hearing your voice, lad. It was good to catch up. You too. Yeah, mate. And enjoy your cabana. Enjoy the big bum. Uh, keep, keep, keep the grill going, and we'll chat to you not, not on air. We'll talk to you soon, lad. All right, this has been fun. Thanks for calling me. All right, Cheers, lad. Talk mate. to you later. Bye. See you, Bye. boys. Bye. Five seven five baby. Five seven five baby. How right was I? Immediately. <laughs> also, right. every conversation with Dave goes like that. Like, like, immediately, it's a story. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but not, not always about beef. It's no, used, what, but I love whatever that. the thing of choice yeah, is at that he's time. He's passionate yeah. about whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, and he's going to tell you everything about it. Yeah, 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 it. yeah. The full arc from yeah. end to end. It's classic, Dave. <laughs> Wonderful.